60 second review Fear Street 1984 now streaming on Netflix this is a homage to the classic 90's horror but to be honest it's not even just 90's horror there's stuff from 80's there's stuff from I mean it's really just kind of an homage to a mixture of horror Uh, but the basis of this movie is going to be Teenagers getting attacked by several different varieties of killers. All with a supernatural element at the forefront of it. So, you know, the supernatural element kind of gives you a Blair Witch type of vibe. The killers have a vibe of their own. Some of them, uh, one of them kind of has a scream vibe, um, which he even does kind of like a Halloween Michael Myers s scenes, you know, kind of standing next to a tree and just like standing there so they could see him when they look out the window type of shit. And they're like, what the hell with the knife and everything visible? Like he was just like that type of shit. As if, like, daring them to do anything. And then, you know, suddenly he's gone type of shit. Um, some of the other ones I don't really know how to place. I don't want to go through all of the characters. Because, if you, obviously, you haven't seen it. I don't know spoilers here. So, if you haven't seen it, I don't want to name off the characters for you. Because you'll know they're coming. Um, but some of them I, I couldn't even place in any type of horror movie. Which could be them going for originality. Could be. But if it's supposed to be like a love story to different horror movies back then, brought to now, some of them I just watched and was like, I don't, you know, they were just, they were just all right. Um, all in all, it was, it had plenty of suspense. I give it that wholeheartedly. Uh, these teenagers wasn't the typical stupid ass teenagers that we got in the 80s movies and uh, 80s horrors. We had like the dumbest teenagers on the planet. Uh, not so much in 90s horror. 90s horror, they were kind of all right. They still were kind of stupid. Actually, they still were a lot of stupid. Just, you know, a little less stupid. These kids were none of that. These kids were fucking on point the entire fucking movie. Like when shit started to go down, they're like, yo. Nope, nope. Something's off. Where's the cops? Somebody get a gun. Somebody like they was on. They they was on top of the game out the gate. Um, especially one of them was he was he was a one. He was the youngest one out the group. He was a one on top of his game, like you know, ready for the shits. But um, one of the things I do recall, they really didn't show none of these people's parents. (laughs) or in this in part one like all these kids we never saw their parents which I just now noticed that not one parent was in there they are adults but like the teenagers we follow like their parents were like you know but they talked about it near the end you know so and so works a full time job since they were 15 to help their mom out but we never saw the mom you know, we never saw the, like we never saw that, which was always kind of weird. 
Um, but uh-huh. obviously it, it wasn't a big deal then because I just now recalled that none of the parents were there, which is fine, I suppose. Um, I mean, it didn't hurt the story in any form or fashion. Uh, there were a couple of scenes that I think were dope that they paid homage to with like the homage to Scream. It didn't have the same weight. Uh, they tried to do a shining axe door sequence. It was just totally different. Like the vibe was just not there. Like in shining, it was like, it was just, it was like a deranged rage, the way he hit the door and the way, you know, his wife acted on the other side, you felt frantic. You felt scared for her. You felt his anger. When they do it this time, it's, it's none, of, none of that's fucking there. None of that's fucking there. And it seems like it's quicker, too. Just, none of that was there. To be honest, they could have lived without the axe. Like, they literally probably could have did something else from The Shining that would have had more pop to it. Because that, that shit didn't pop. Uh, there's one super-ass cool death scene. Give I, I, they had one super fucking cool death scene. The one thing about it is this the one person everybody wanted to live through the shit was the one person that got the super cool death scene. I think they knew how they wrote her. And people started to like her at a certain point. And it was like, cool, we need her to live. Nope, she dies. It's like, oh fuck. So that was kind of disappointingly dope um the ending I don't know how I feel about the ending to be honest I think the ending the ending was done to allude to there being like a part three I say part three because part two takes place in a different time frame earlier with a whole different group because part two was already out part two is like I guess it's going to be Camp Crystal Lakeish. um but I guess part one is going to go to like part three, maybe, or part four because of how it ended, which it ended kind of like on some conjuring shit. I'll put it like that. Uh, but it absolutely is not finished with the 1994. Like they bet they probably have to pick 1994 back up. Um, but overall, like, like I said, the, the killer costumes and everything was straight. Um, the supernatural element really needs to be expanded on more because it just, it, it needs more understanding. Um, they really play up on the thing about the two towns and how they're totally opposite, but it's, it, and it's so weird because it's like, why? And, and I, I'm not going to try and spoil this, but it's like just, they're a hundred percent opposites and they play it up so 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 hard and i'm hoping that there's a real reason besides the supernatural element in the one town that these towns are polar polar opposites like that that there's more to this story with this supernatural element in the two towns and not just the one it is what i'm hoping um they did also had like I won't. It's not a not even a subplot. It's it's it's. Well, I guess it could be a subplot. Um, it, there's something. 
that they hinted on during the latter parts of this movie as if there's more there's more that you know is going on besides that like maybe the town or certain people are in on something which I did get that vibe from the fucking sheriff which I was 100% correct about when it just it was something about the sheriff to me that seemed off when all this shit was going on and they did exactly what I thought they was going to do with him which I appreciate but where are they going with this which is why also they have to pick up exactly from part one someplace else whether it's part three or part four they have to literally pick up where they leave part one at because they left open doors or you know maybe the 1974 will explain you know maybe you'll have the maybe the 1974 or or part two i can't remember it's 74 but the part two at camp maybe the sheriff's in it and he's a kid and he you know it it explains as an adult okay he does know some shit you know i don't know i haven't watched part two this is only part one this is only about part one um but to wrap this up there's plenty of suspense in part one suspense good acting good uh cgi good the story, honestly, it, uh, it's good. I, I feel like I really did pause. I paused because it could have been a shit ton better. Good and could have been great is not the same thing. I mean, I look at how Netflix had these younger kids in Stranger Things, and Stranger Things is so fucking awesome. And I feel like they could have did a horror movie reminiscent of Stranger Things. And it could have been fucking awesome. And it wasn't fucking awesome. Good is not fucking awesome. Like I said, suspense is there. Acting's good. These are smart kids. You're not going to be yelling at these kids like, what the fuck are you doing? Why'd you go upstairs? You're not doing that. Which really, when it comes to 90s horror, we should all, that's kind of like the thing. Why'd you go upstairs? Like, yeah. But they don't. So... The only real gripe is just it could have been so much better. It wasn't fucking scary at all. You're not going to watch this and be like, oh, my God, I'm going to have nightmares. The hell you are. Unless you just don't watch horror movies ever. <laughs> like, this is not scary. It's not. Maybe part two will be, you know, it's hard to not have a whole scary camp vibe with all the dark and all that. So maybe they'll do that there. But uh, part one's not scary. Plenty of suspense good acting there is some cgi the cgi is good though um i'm looking forward to watching part two which takes place way earlier than part one and see if maybe we get some more to this whole story with this uh supernatural element or uh, which i'm assuming this part two ties into part one and there's just going to be more exposition to, to what's really going on so we'll see 60 second review you can find me on ig also at six zero t y s e c o n d review why i spelled that out i don't know that's six zero t y second review on instagram